Garage fam, we are back for another NASCAR race recap. The Geico 500 at Talladega Super Speedway, the home of uh, fast cars, fast life, uh, the Audubon of America, as I have uh, come to coin it. I'm joined with Dale Tanhart, as always, at me, Garage Guy. Uh, and we had, uh, it's kind of a bittersweet weekend. The the ending of the race kind of uh, kind of, kind of sucked. So let's just go ahead and get that out of the way before we even get here. Yep, still, still sad about Eric Jones. I mean, was up front all day, led a bunch of laps, plus 7,000. It would have just been an unbelievable hit. But, you know... It's Dega. It's it's tough, and it's even tougher because my other pick, Austin Dillon, ended up finishing second. And you were on Austin Dillon too, so yeah, it's Dega for you. Uh, hit Noah Gragson on Saturday, which is good. Very modest uh, two-unit hit, and then uh, would have had about a 30, 35-unit hit on Eric Jones. But hey, congrats to everybody that had Ross Chastain. At this point, with Chastain, the strategy just seems to be. Hey, he's good everywhere, so if the book's going to undervalue him, might as well put something on him because he's literally been good everywhere. So moving on to Dover, but aside from the Eric Jones pain, it was uh, an unbelievable weekend. It was so fun. Yeah. And uh, it's it's Earnhardt country at the end of the day. Yeah, and I think that that was the, the big storyline of the entire weekend and by the way, we're currently sitting out in front of an auto zone in the fields of Dove. So we are here. You were talking about Eric Jones going to continue to be undervalued. I think he's like plus 10,000 for Dover this weekend. Um, maybe a penny. Maybe a penny on it. Who knows? It's a lot, lot of value. But moving past that, Earnhardt country was in full effect. Uh, Saturday was a huge day. Um Back back before Dale came on board when I was doing uh, stuff with Roto Baller and Garage Guys, I ended up meeting Jeffrey Earnhardt, his good friend Taylor, uh, back when he was running uh, the Toyota in the Xfinity Series. And we all immediately hit it off, and uh, we stayed close in contact throughout the years. That was back in 2019. So to, to be able to reunite with, with them this weekend in Talladega, when Jeffrey Earnhardt is running the number three Chevy Camaro for Richard Childress Racing was probably uh, one of the best Talladega races that I've ever attended and will forever live on in memory. And hopefully we won't see the end of that. Hopefully there will be more because he did get the second place finish. Big shout out for the Noah Gregson hit, everyone that tailed on Noah Gregson. I only bet on Jeffrey Earnhardt, and that was just for supportive purposes because the homie got to, to whip the, the three car. And that was just one of those those things that was just uh, too good to pass up and wanted to try to really get the juju going. We still got to pay the people. He was like plus 4,000. I don't even know what his top three or top five odds were, but I'm, I'm willing to bet they were definitely somewhere in the – the top three was probably definitely around the, the plus 1,000 range. Had to have been. Um, but, yeah, just an incredible Saturday. We, we, we met Dale Earnhardt Jr. in Victory Lane with, uh, with, with Moonhead and Big Baby Scumbag. What, what a squad. That, that was a big moment, too. Huge moment. Yeah. No, nah, it's um... – 
I'm almost still speechless about that when I think about it, because that's literally my my childhood idol. And uh, we got to not only meet him, but have like a, a good conversation with, with the guy. So, um, yeah, no, it's crazy. And there was, yeah, there was one moment where we were all standing there and we all kind of got quiet. And like you said, Moonhead and Big Baby were standing there with us and we're junior just looking around in the circle just smiling he's like you know i don't know what this is but i really like it yeah like, i like this <laughs> i like this this is one interesting group of characters we got together right here he said yeah. something along the lines of that but what? Well, that was really cool and yeah we're all uh you know uh, me you and moonhead are really he, he showed some gratification for you know show or seeing what me you and moonhead have been doing and trying to grow the sport and in different avenues obviously and even what big baby's doing just just, just coming just being here being I mean, there in the spider-man three jacket you know big baby Nintendo. big baby is yeah. just he he loves the culture man he loves the culture he knows dega is a hell of a time and we're gonna be dega squad forever hopefully you know oh, hopefully yeah. we'll always keep running this back together because we have a hell of a time when we group up and and the culture part is, is just as important as the betting part uh, when it comes to developing the sport and growing new fans. And you know, I, I just really appreciate that Junior saw that and has seen that. And uh, obviously what Moonhead is doing right now is next level. You know, showing up, getting the broadcast up on NBC and on Fox is just unbelievable. I mean, that is so freaking Proud cool. of that but, boy. Yeah, no, we're very proud. and. And uh, yeah, it's just a really cool experience. I don't know what else to say about it, but I, I do. Junior's an awesome dude. I, I'll say this much: I just thought it was pretty, pretty fucking incredible that he's like sharing our our TikToks with people. Like that he was that he shared um, one of the, uh, the the Martinsville hot dog. That was we got the compliments on that. Yeah, one. he told us he sent it to Mike Davis. I was like, uh, he was like that. That video was funny as shit. We just got Junior like, sharing wow. sharing Garage Guys reels and talks over here that so yeah it was really cool and we try to be creative so it's always good when you hear from someone like him uh in the sport that what we're doing is is great so we're just gonna keep doing shit we're just gonna keep doing that shit and uh because we, we know the garage fam loves it we know that we love it we love doing it personally so that i think that's all the motivation we really need right there. i think we've pretty much got that sealed up and talking about the squad uh, you talk about me, you, and Moonhead. We that that's already pretty much been coined the Holy Trinity of NASCAR right now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I feel really good about about what what's happening and, and what's going on, and not just us personally, but just the Garage Fam as a whole. There's just a lot. It's been a great year, and Talladega really solidified a lot of a lot of the work that we've been putting in behind the scenes, and just getting you know to meet so many people that listen to the show you guys that are listening to the show right now like we I, I i genuinely feel like without your support there's no way in hell we're here so many people come up to us during the race weekends people just like you that are listening to this and then people that have never even heard of us they're just like you two look fucking wild like like what's up with this you know so it's just can't thank you guys enough and and kind of going to get off of that, I guess, and, and really just, just look into uh, starting off the weekend. Uh, Chris, Chris Ross, our good buddy Chris Ross, hasn't been to a race since the Indy 500. This was his first NASCAR race he got to go to. 
Um, that was exciting. I always love when Chris Ross is around. Yeah, Chris Ross is my my roommate back in the heart of America. We've been we've been friends for a, a long time. Grew up in the same city, and yeah, he got to experience. I mean, if you really think about it, the two two of the most lit races in America when it comes to partying are the Indy Five Hundred and Talladega, and he got to knock those two off the list uh, to open his auto racing auto racing career when it comes to attending <laughs> attending uh events at racetracks so now it only goes downhill from here for chris unfortunately yeah. <laughs> but man we had a we had a great time at indy last year and we had a great time at talladega this year and it's just crazy like i've been to all these races and since 2020 especially like 30 40 maybe 50 races now and that was the first time you know, we got to meet Dale Earnhardt Jr. And the first one he goes to, he gets to do, he gets to meet him. You know, it's just, yeah, it's crazy. He got to meet all sorts of drivers that he's, he's been a fan of for for a long time, like Blaney, uh, Larson, uh, Chase Elliott. So uh, really proud of Chris uh, for holding up, not surviving the hangovers and making it out to the track with us, and and uh, having a great time. And he, uh, I know he enjoyed it, and. Yeah, I, hopefully he'll get to come out to some more races with us. We we've got a list of bucket list races, you know, quote unquote, that we think it would be it'd be fun for him to come out to, other than Talladega and Indy. So yeah, yeah proud we of Chris to- and and yeah, just to follow up on what you said about the about the Garage Fam. I mean, there was more Garage Fam in Talladega this weekend that I've seen ever. <laughs> I mean, Friday night on the Boulevard was unbelievable. All the people that just came up to us and, and, and talked to us and we appreciate you we appreciate the hell out of you and obviously anyone that talked to me knows i love talking bets and the saddest part is i told about a million or i tweeted <laughs> i told about seven million drunk people about my eric jones bet <laughs> like man i've never talked about a bet more than i talked about eric it was a jones, good pick dude. it was a good it was a good bet dude i don't care what anybody says and you can't oh be no too i know on yourself think about the last two weeks for me it, it, they have been oh tyler reddick was my number one play at bristol last lap you know what happened there yeah eric jones wasn't my number one play when it comes to unit allocations but my God, he was my number one play when it comes to like someone that I talked about and emphasized was a great play, and then he's leading in the last lap, and you know we all we saw what happened there. So, man, yeah, two really good picks. It's just sometimes it just doesn't work out. You're and seeing the future right now up until like the last five seconds of the race. The God, he, he, the way I see it is that the gods owe me one or two, and uh, it seems like that's what always happens. Whenever I have like a brutal uh, NASCAR betting tragedy like what we've seen the last two weeks the gods come back and give it back to me in a crazy way you know like for example i had zane smith at coda running fourth place with two to go and they all get together in front of him he takes you know shit like that happens and i've been on the good end and the bad end of it so keep the faith i mean we only i only lost like a half unit on the weekend which is which is crazy considering how painful it it all has felt so it's not still, bad. It's still at fifty plus fifty one units. You're still the leading year. the industry. Yeah, between all three series, fifty one units, fifty one and a half units. I don't know the exact number, but now we're still treading along well. We got Xfinity and Cup and more predictable races here uh, coming up in this in this summer stretch. So 
Keep I'm the faith. Just, it's going to be fun. I just wanted to say this much. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's very impressive to, to only come out of Talladega only losing, you know, like half a unit and to be up as much as you are. I'm just excited at the fact that I have shaved my unit count down to minus one unit. Yeah, um, you, I mean, I, I didn't even realize <laughs> – after all the smoke cleared, that you you had a you had a positive day on Sunday. Yeah, with Eric Jones top ten, and and Justin Haley had the so top ten close. until like the last second. So I had Austin Dillon top ten, Austin I had Eric Dillon. Jones top ten, and almost Justin Haley top. 10. Yeah, no, those were. I mean, if you really dig down into it, those were the smartest bets. Were to take the guys that you thought would win and take them top ten. If I had done that, would have had a great weekend. But man, I just. I, I toned down my wild boy, though. I mean, yeah. like, I mean, you yeah. got to kind of – it's almost kind of disappointing for some people to be like, why is Chase betting top tens? I just – just I've seen Talladega so many times, and, like, yeah, I want to pick the winner. I don't, I don't think I've ever had a winning bet at Talladega yet. DFS, I've had some really good success, but, uh, but never took down a tournament at Talladega – or got the winner at Talladega. But so I'll walk away with my plus one unit on the day to shave down my total unit count. And, uh, and we'll keep trucking because we're th this weekend, the preview show comes out. I'm just excited. I'm happy to be that we're, that we're back in Dover and, um, and I'm excited to see all of our friends that we met last year up here and, uh, hopefully recreate the, uh, <clears throat> the beauty, uh, that, that we had, with Alex Bowman last year. Yeah, we get to go to a casino. Yeah. The casino, the Dover Downs Casino is really cool. It's right off the racetrack. You can go do NASCAR bets there, bet on other stuff. NFL drafts Thursday night. We might could bet on that if hey. we wanted to. But, no, um, Dover's a really, really cool place. I don't know how much I'm going to be partying after uh, last weekend. I try not to party very much anymore. Yeah, Dave is the one exception, one of the main exceptions. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Dover, if you haven't been, if you're from the south and you're used to that kind of vibe at Talladega, Dover <laughs> has a very similar vibe there. So if you ever get to come up north, think about it, coming to a race, Dover is a good one to come to. Lot 9. When it comes to the, the party atmosphere. So Yeah, Lot 9 is the place you want to you wanna be and the place you want to go. And that's the things you want to see. <clears throat> so I uh, kind of dive back into recapping the weekend. Um, I got to ask you personally, so this was your first Talladega spring race and you've had a, about a million people, including myself, tell you how much better the spring race is than the fall race. What did you make of the boulevard, the attendance, everything after being told that for so long and now have gotten to experience it? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I want to come back to the fall race and see what the big differences are now that we are finally back in a world of semi-normalcy. Um, but the attendance was ridiculous. I, there's been some debate on Twitter about what the stands looked like. and all, I mean, the stands were good. They weren't great. They were good. But if you saw the amount of people that were camping outside the track and inside the track, it was, it was insane. It was ridiculous. So I think there was a minimum of 100,000 people on site for that race. And the, the boulevard was the most lit it's been in three years, which is expected regardless if it's fall or, or spring, because like, like I said, we're in a right now in a state of normalcy when it comes to people going out and doing their thing and doing what they want with 
all the mass mandates and COVID mandates you know, gradually being lifted over time. We're now at a point where everybody's heading back to the racetrack and we've seen attendance up everywhere. We've seen the sport up everywhere, but yeah, my biggest measure of all this is how the Boulevard was. You had the concert coming back on Saturday night. You had the, the big one on the Boulevard with the games. We have the drivers come out on Friday night and it brought a lot of people back. I mean, it was the most lit Dega I've been to in, in a, in a long time. So yeah, we'll, um, we'll be back for the fall and then that will be the best I can, I can, uh, have the measuring stick on which one's better, but I would lean spring right now with, with everything that happened. It was such a blast. I'm, I'm always glad to hear that. And I know that, uh, that with baby coming out, getting to do his thing, shout out to big dogs, by the way, our boy, big dogs, Cole, uh, was, uh, baby's camera guy was out there. He got some insanely great footage of the weekend. Uh, just, I just always love being able to just capture that element of Talladega because I feel like the world needs to see it. There are definitely times where people are like, no, we don't want none of that. But, but I feel like if the world sees it, it's great. And the world got a small taste of it. Shout out to Bob Pocris for going out to the boulevard and getting out. destroyed and cussing you out. Yeah, that was great. Like that one moment where he's walking up. We we just I, I'll never forget. We're walking down the boulevard. There's this one setup where it's like a uh, it's kind of like this big platform, and there's underneath it there is um, you know the stripper poles. Usually girls are up there doing their thing, and then above that is another platform where people just stand and look around. We're walking down, and I look up, and I just see Bob with his shirt up. Like, just Farmer Frannon from The Waterboy, like, pinching nipples. Like, that was Bob. And I was like, there's no way in hell this is Bob Pockris right now. But it was Bob Pockris. And then he comes up to us. He, we chat. But that was the greatest moment of all. Is this your first time on the boulevard? Fuck no, it's not my first time on the boulevard. Or he said, no, it's not my fucking first time on the boulevard. Which, obviously, I was being sarcastic. I, I don't know. I guess he didn't pick up on that, but it made He was drunk. Moment. He didn't pick up on a lot, probably. Yeah, no, but it's, <laughs> it's fine. He's, he's channeling his inner Kurt Busch, how Kurt was to him about 10 years ago. <laughs> he, he, turned that, he finally turned that back around on somebody, and it had to be me. And I'm, willing to, I'm more than willing to take the role of, uh, of Bob's that guy punching that bag. Got out. Yeah, no, yeah, that's perfectly fine. Dale it, was a, it was a hell of a moment, so... <laughs> I'm glad Bob was out there. That was a cool thing that Fox did. It seemed like everybody seemed to like it a lot when it aired on uh, the pre-race show. So, yeah, no, that was that was great. Bob sipping on some beer in a solo cup, just hanging out, having a good time on the boulevard like everybody else. Just proves he's just another guy. He's just a guy. I just got yeah. this amazing idea in my head. Like, what if, like, this starts this villainization of you with Bob and you and Bob become these mortal enemies of life? And he just gets like this, uh, this like dummy that the MMA fighters use, and he puts a mullet wig on. And it's just him like training jujitsu and shit, just kicking the piss out of you. Like, I, I, I just, yeah, no, I just I'm gonna say hey to him at Dover and just see what he, if he's like, oh, it's you, or if he's like, oh, hey, hey, Dale, hey, garage guy. He probably wouldn't say Dale. He'd, he'd probably be like, hey, garage guy, or, hey, garage guys, or something. So yeah, no, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. We got to put a mullet on Bob next. That would be that's, the that's move. That's definitely the next big thing. That would be. I just. I love what uh, what he's doing this year with Fox. So it's great. So yeah, we'll see how it shakes out. But um, other than that, 
I will say this much. Uh, everybody that works at Talladega, incredible human beings. I love being able to go there, see some of the security workers, people working the gates, people working Victory Lane. I've known a few of these people for years now, and so, like, you know, sometimes, like, they'll they'll remember me. They're like, yeah, I remember that mustache. Remember not. But I try to remember as many of their names as possible just because, A, it's a home track. B, it's the track that, you know, I first got to go to. Shout out to Russell Branham, by the way, for uh, for all that, that he's done uh, with me coming up through uh, media and everything else and for where we are now and helping all that out. So always a, a great staff out there at Talladega. And, um, and, and two, like – the experience has really settled in now as well. So if you've never been to Talladega, you're listening to this and you want to go, the infield experience is incredible. Uh, the garage experience, you literally can watch, you know, the guys looking at the cars, checking them out. Uh, Big Bills, shout out to Big Bills. They actually, it's like the masters of NASCAR. They have very cheap food and drinks and beer, and you just sit there, watch the race on this gigantic television screen, if you're in the infield, and then you can walk out and go look th through the fence on pit road. Uh, so great experience over there. A lot of old cars. Um, they have I'm trying to think of some other things that they do. The victory lane is really cool because it's very open for everyone to kind of be a part of. And I think that that's something that really makes Talladega unique is the fact that most victory lanes are kind of closed off, gated off. This one is just wide-ass open, and it's just like this pit of champions. Like, you would feel like that would that's how victory lane should be for, like, Bristol, but it's too small because, like, a coliseum. Because when we're there at that victory lane, it's just like a bunch of fans are just swarmed around. Everyone just feel, it's like it's like you're just celebrating a champion. And the trophy, my God, the trophy that they have is like, Literally looks like Zeus holding a sword. I don't even know where that comes from or why they use it, but it's a great trophy. And I think that, uh, that, that almost everyone wants that. But Ross Chastain got that one. Also, Kid Rock got a piece of that trophy as well. Uh, he was there. I don't even really understand his involvement other than the Tootsies thing with Daniel Suarez. I think the guy just likes NASCAR. I think he just goes to the big races. But, yeah, I, the Nashville thing could have something to do, but – yeah, track house Nashville. Yeah, I just I shout to just Bobby. Together. I'm trying to think of something. So, my I have a shout out for two guys at the end of the night on Saturday. Came up, we were walking out of the gate. God dang it, I cannot remember their names because it was like three thirty in the morning. <laughs> I was not sober. These the the Mississippi guys. I'm trying to think if they were Mississippi or not. I don't know, but they there were two guys, and I was like, I'm gonna shout y'all out on the show. I will not forget it. I think their names are Alex and someone else. But I'm just going to call you Dale Dale and Dale. Shout out to Dale and Dale, Dale at the end of the night. If you if you hear this, tweet at me. Tweet at me and tell me the names that you told me <laughs> if you can remember it. Because I promised I would do it. I can barely vaguely remember this conversation happening. And like I said, I was not sober. It was 4 in the morning, 3.30 in the morning, and I told you I'd shout you out. But my God, what were your names? I think Alex is one name, and I can't remember the second name. But it's okay. nonetheless. Dale and Dale, we appreciate we're gonna you. Call you. I'm <laughs> going to call you for now Dale and Dale. This is the Dale and Dale show for those two guys that came up to us. So, yeah, and shout out to everybody else that 
helped make this weekend so freaking fun. Yes. It, it was just a blast. And it was so incredible to see all the garage room out there out there. Oh, Brian. Brian and uh and Lloydy and from yeah. the Discord. Scott Bachelor Party. Scott Walk Up. Yeah. Big time OG supporter. Thank all you guys that, that were out there. I mean, it was unbelievable. It, I just could not believe how much Garage Man was out there and and everybody had a great time in a beard. So Hell yeah. yeah. Thank you guys so much and, and hopefully we'll see a lot of you guys at Dover. We'll be at Darlington as well. Coke six hundred. So yeah. It was just an awesome time and, and let's uh let's make some more memories going forward and let's let's keep winning some money. Absolutely. Well, this has been a recap of Talladega. As always, feel free to give us a follow at Garage Guy Chase is my handle at Dale Tanhart is Dale's. And uh we will have the preview show for the I think it's the 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 Dryden Dryden four hundred there's something before yeah Duramax Dryden four hundred Duramax Dryden four hundred that will be out over the weekend so we'll try to get that up we're definitely going to Dover Downs and going to place bets and then going to do it by the fountain I feel oh, like yeah. maybe the fountain will probably be the place to do it so we don't know exactly what location we'll be at but we're going to do it somewhere but you know where to follow us at tell tell at least one person today that you know that NASCAR is beyond back. Uh, and that the garage guys are trying to carry that along and that you're garage fam. So that means you help that tell a friend today, someone at work, uh, tell your grandma, uh, tell everyone to check out this podcast and tune in and become a lifelong member of the garage fam. Because once you listen to it, you're in, it's that simple. You just press play, listen, you're garage fam. That's how it goes. So be sure to tell at least one person you know today that may not be in a NASCAR, doesn't know us about the show, and just to go to a race, check things out. That's what's important. Um, so, yeah, do that, and then we will see you guys very soon. Uh, so just be on the lookout. Feel free to hit us up, as always. And uh, got some got some racing to do. Got some racing. So right now I'm going to go back in this auto zone and uh, get these batteries, and, uh, and we're going to go get parked. And we will talk to you all very soon. Love you, Garage Fam. Signing off.